Hello and welcome to the Autism in Real Life podcast. In each episode, you'll get practical strategies by taking a journey into the joys and challenges of life with autism. I'm your host, Ilya Walsh, and I'm an educator and the parent of two young adults, one of which is on the autism spectrum. Join me as I share my experience and the experiences of others so that we may see the unique gifts and talents of individuals on the autism spectrum fully recognized. everyone and welcome. This is Ilya with the Spectrum Strategy Group and I welcome you to today's episode. And I um, know that I've chatted a bit about, uh, especially in the last couple episodes, about transitioning um, and change. Um, I talked about, you know, Uh, There are no instruction manuals um, when we become parents, um, or really no instruction manual for life, uh, although some people claim to have one. Um, But, uh, and and part of that no manual is also, you know, part of redefining the self or sort of this ever-changing, you know, evolving with who you are. And I think it's always a redefinition and always an evolution. And, you know, something that struck me, especially where I I think I'm at right now, um, and and maybe some of you are finding yourselves in the same position, especially given this last uh, year and change, um, I think a lot of people are, you know, redefining. And I I mentioned that um, part of that redefining can be uh, a lot of work and and it takes a lot of work to get there um but you know i think on the outside sometimes people see um people take chances or um, make big change and uh, it appears easy on the outside or people see it as easy um, or you know or effortless and i'd have to say that It is not effortless when you take the chance to open a business or you take the chance to um, move to a new location or start a new career or go back to school or um, start a relationship with a a new partner. Um, You know, all of these things uh, take um, a lot of effort and I don't think it comes easily to anyone. So if on the surface, other people see it as um, effortless or easy, in quotes, um, I think they're just missing all that's going on. It's sort of that iceberg, um, right, visual where you have the top of the iceberg and that's all that people see, but all of the work that's happening um, at the bottom is what people aren't seeing. And so uh, there is usually struggle right and and um questioning and a lot of planning and um you know maybe enlisting the right people to help you uh you know whether it's your family um or outside uh outside help 
um, perhaps a therapist or a coach or a teacher or something like that. Um, so building your team, right? Your teamwork in there. Uh, and then really trying to find that authentic self. And in each sort of reiteration of redefining yourself, um, you know, it's just peeling back some more layers. And I think that is uh, a challenging piece. That is uh, the part that is is a lot of work. Um, and there's different ways to get there. And, you know, as, as I'm saying all this, um, it comes at a particular point in time for myself where I am transitioning. I am um, moving to a new location. I am also, you know, redefining the kind of work that I do. And in doing that and in, in living um, in a new place, and what does that look like? Uh, what will the day-to-day -day be like? What will month-to-month -month look like? Uh, how will it look like interacting with friends and with family? Um, so in doing all that, right, it's really this internal lens of what is it first that I want? And then also, how do I, you know, do that in relationship to the people around me that I care about? And, um, you know, it's interesting because, again, there's always these things on social media that you see that, um, you know, posts people make. And, and one of them, um, you know, my husband and I were talking about, you know, what do people talk about when they say, you know, they're coming to the end of their life? Um, what are some of the things they wish they had done? Um, and, and some of them that really struck me, I I can't remember the whole list, but some that struck me were, you know, I, I, I wish I had shared my truth more um, and spoken up for myself more or for what my needs were more. Uh, another is, um, I wish I had been more of my authentic self and not worried so much about what other people thought. Uh, another is, I wish I had worked less and spend more time doing things that I enjoy. Um, I think that one's probably not a surprise. Maybe a lot of these aren't a surprise. Uh, and another um, was that I had not worried so much. Um, and so when I think about those and I think at where I am in my life, uh, I resonate with all of those very strongly. And right when we're looking at something and we want to be more of our authentic self, then it means trying to change maybe some behaviors and some habits that we have fallen into, uh, which is, again, not easy and takes work. Um, so, you know, I, 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 I'm, you know, talking about this because that's sort of the process that I'm in now is sort of questioning everything, you know, like, what do I want? And, and sometimes it can be down to, do I really need this mug? Does it really mean something to me? Is it bringing me joy? And maybe the answer is yes. Or maybe the answer is I have some, you know, weird attachment that maybe doesn't make sense. And that's just one little item, right? Whereas that can carry over to a lot of different things. Um, and then also making sure that I prioritize what things are important to me and what things I want to spend um, the effort on and you know relationships 
are probably that first piece and, and making sure that um, there's connection with the people that I want to um, have connections with and make sure that those connections and those relationships get nurtured. And also, what, uh, what purpose um, do I have every day, right? And I think um, for me and, and perhaps other parents or maybe people who are in the process of changing careers or, um, you know, that sort of or retiring or something. Um, and I think a lot of people are in a place right now where they're sort of reevaluating what that future looks like. And when you look at, well, how do I feel like I can contribute um, to, you know, whether it's to society or whether it's to other people or whether it's um, to my family, whatever that might be for you. uh, I think it's thinking about what is it that will really bring you joy and what is it that will, you know, kind of keep you putting one foot in front of the other every day. And I know for me, um, this last year with all the, you know, ups and downs, uh, this podcast has been uh, one of those things for me. It's been something that I've been able to enjoy and meet a lot of people with and be creative um, and really work through, um, you know, learnings for myself um, and then hopefully being able to share some of that with you know with you all so you maybe can find a thread that might um serve you um and you know again you know you you pick what works for you and uh and you leave the rest um and i think you know one one other piece as as a parent and as uh you know an educator working with young people i think you know I, i came across another piece that um, struck me particularly hard here. Um, And it says, a parent's job is to teach a child uh, not to need them anymore. The hardest part of that job is accepting success. And I also feel that this can resonate with many uh, educators as well. And I think it might be a little more defined uh, and there's more boundaries when you're an educator um, than a parent, right? Because it's different. I think it's a bit different. Um, but I think a lot of people can resonate with this. And uh, we forget that sometimes in that struggle of needing to let go so that our young people can learn for themselves and be able to develop and figure things out for themselves, that uh, that means stepping back. And, you know, I think a lot of times we talk about stepping back as far as being a parent or an educator. And we, we talk about that a lot conceptually. Um, but when we're actually stepping back and we find ourselves needing to really step back more than, um, than we are maybe used to and frankly are comfortable doing, uh, that can, really create a shift in how we think. And I know for myself personally, it's sort of this place where it's like, okay, well, I've done that. And I've talked before about that role from being um, sort of manager to 
consultant to your young adult uh, child. Uh, but in that shift, it also calls for, again, this re-questioning of, well, then, right, what's next? And what is my role? And if you're a teacher, an educator, and, you know, this is sort of a cycle that happens every year, right? You might have a new group of students and you feel that way at this time of the year when the school year is ending um, and you see your students move to the next level. Um, and some of you might have the same students again for another year, or perhaps uh, you'll at least see them in the hallway. Um, and then, right, but then you take on a new group of students in the fall, and sort of it's a, it's a reawakening. And I always think of the fall as sort of, a, you know, the beginning of the year. I don't think I'll ever get get over that part um, that I don't think that'll ever change for me instead of it's not really January for me it's September is the new beginning um, but you'll get your new students and you know you start to get to know them and then you'll spend that 10 months with them and then the same thing happens again but you know you're going to get right like a new set <laughs> that come back unless you're at a place in your career where you know maybe next year is not going to be that year or we've had a year like we've had in the past this past year where a year and a half where it's sort of been, you know, a little uh, up in the air about, you know, am I going to see my students? When am I going to see them? Um, how am I going to see them? Um, so, you know, in, in making that shift of what does it look like now going forward, right? We have to really think about um, our role changing. And again, that brings us right back to the, you know, redesigning and reevaluating and reconfiguring. Um, and, you know, one thing that I, I've learned in this process, uh, and I, I know we've talked about self-care before, but um, something I kind of resonated with me in this last week, I was talking to my therapist and we were talking about creating the sense of security and safety for growth. So, um, when someone or, you know, when anyone is in this, you know, personal development process, which we all are just at different places, um, you know, part of it comes from needing to feel like you have a place of security, an anchor, so to speak. Uh, and so if we have those uh, areas of security that we can go to, then that creates sort of that foundation from which we can move to the next thing. And security can be, you know, a family member, parents, um, it can be friends, sometimes it's your job, sometimes it's your home, or it's a combination of all of those things. Um, and likely for most of us, it's a combination of all of those things. Um, but sometimes when we find ourselves in this area of big change or time of big change, uh, maybe some of those things are not as secure <laughs> as they used to be, right? Maybe a lot, I know a lot of people have changed jobs or jobs have been, you know, a little um, amorphous or elusive or not consistent. So there creates a sense of uh, loss of security there. Um, and family members, we may not be able to see them the same way we've wanted to, or perhaps our connections have been lost with some of them. Um, so we might not have that, or even people we might have close relationship with, um, maybe they don't always make us feel as secure as we need for that 
personal growth. Um, and one of the things I'm finding is, especially since I'm in this place of, you know, my work is remote, so I don't have like a place or people that I see regularly to work with. And also since I'm moving from my home, my home is not, right, I don't have that secure place there. Uh, I have my family, which is does bring me a sense of security and safety. Um, but I'm also finding that some of that security and safety has to come from within and not look for it externally. Um, and so that is also an area where, uh, right, one has to look really deeply into what are the things that will help me feel safe and secure so that I can then build my authentic self from there. So that's where I'm at right now. And that's what I'm thinking about. And I think as we move um, into the end of this first season of autism in real life, that's part of uh, what goes into thinking about what the future looks like and what, um, what comes next in this adventure of, uh, of the podcast, of um, Spectrum Strategy Group, and, uh, and what else uh, I create and bring um, in the next coming year. So thank you all for, um, for being here and for listening in to this episode. Um, I look forward to hearing any comments uh, or you know, learnings that you'd like to share. And I will talk to you all soon. Okay, take care. Thanks for listening to Autism in Real Life. This is Elia Walsh. And if you like the show, please hit subscribe so you can get notified each time a new episode is released. I also offer training, consultations, and parent coaching, and would love to help you in any way that I can. You can check out my offerings at thespectrumstrategy.com, and when you join my email list, you can get a code to receive a discount off of an online class or a coaching session. Looking forward to hearing from you. Take care and see you next time.